I'm Wendy Kay. And I'm Misty. And the next few minutes are spiritually yours. Before we get started on the show today, if you're interested in our current reading specials or in signing up on the Orland mail list so you can be notified of the specials and our site updates, visit the Orland.com homepage. Today's show is based on a question, and that comes from one of the members of our Psychic Development Group on Facebook, and this is from Nina. She had been listening to one of the previous shows that we did on how to treat or take care of your new deck of reading cards, and she has a new card deck that's just on the way in, uh, which is always really, really exciting and fun especially when you get the first time I can remember whenever I open one up and it's like, ooh, a new deck, and you get to look at all the, the neat cards. I still do that. I still have the new deck of cards. <laughs> do you still do it? Oh, yeah, I collect them. I have really kind of come become an avid collector. It's so much fun to have all these different decks, and there are so many different decks out there. So now Nina's question was actually quite quite interesting. She had bought a deck of cards that isn't the regular deck of tarot cards. There's, they're a bit different than, I guess, the norm. And she was concerned or a bit concerned that her new deck might not have all of the same cards in it that a regular tarot deck has in it and was worried that because of that or if that was the case, would she get the best information for her readings? So, Misty, you are actually our resident expert tarot card reader. So, what would you um, say to Nina about that? Uh, well, first of all, I did see that it was uh, Doreen Virtue Angel cards. And although I'm not familiar with that particular deck of cards, um, it's one I probably will buy in the near future because I do like her a lot. But I would tell her that I have a combination of what I would call uh, universal decks that kind of follow the same cards and numbering system or a very similar numbering system and card system, symbol system, whatever, as the Rider Waite. But I also have decks that, that don't follow that, that are very unique. Now, and can I just cut, cut in for a minute? The Rider Waite deck is a very typical tarot card deck for those who don't know? Yes. In, in fact, it's, it's uh, a deck that a lot of people who design tarot cards will use as a base deck, and they take inspiration from the base meanings of the Rider weight and the symbols and create their own. Okay. Okay, and then, then like I said, there are decks where, you know, they are nothing like that. They maybe don't even have the same amount of cards or based on the Rider weight or any other universal deck at all. And I myself have both kinds, and I like both kinds equally as well. I have always used the ones that are what I keep calling it universal. Um, I use those more as the universal meanings and... Um, the ones that are not like that, that are unique, I kind of use as my uh, more of a use my intuition deck, and and uh, they have very different interpretations. And sometimes you can actually get more from those decks than the decks that are more universal that limit the meaning. 
Okay, that yeah, I never, I don't think I ever quite thought of it that way. I, I mean, I've certainly thought about it in terms of that each deck might even be specific to a certain, um, if, if there are certain types of questions that you want to ask. For example, I do know that there are decks out there for past lives, and those cards each card represents a past life, so it's very defined in terms of, of what that card is going to represent. So I, c- I can see what you're saying where, you know, certain decks are going to be better um, to give you certain meanings than other ones. Basically, often with universal decks, if you have book learned the meanings, it, it can be hard to get away from that. Whereas with a more unique deck, those, those meanings don't exist unless you open up a book that comes with those that particular deck of cards. So in some ways, I think it can kind of enhance and help you develop your intuition. Okay. That would make sense. Okay, Nina, for, for Nina's question, and like I'm talking to Nina, Nina, we are talking to you, uh, let me give you a, a bit... Let me give you a bit of an understanding on how cards work as a tool and it should make it easier for everybody kind of to understand that each card when it, when someone is creating a deck of cards each card basically is assigned a meaning and the guides will work with that meaning they know what has been assigned to that particular card so they'll work with it and in this way it ensures that you have a starting point for your interpretation and when people are pull- when you're pulling a card they will make sure that the appropriate card that gives you the correct meaning is pulled and uh, one of the things I do want to mention that years ago when I was first starting to do my readings and I used cards and I used a regular deck of playing cards Quite often, when people were drawing the cards out, and this is this is how I did my readings, is that they would pick out the cards. And one card, the first card they picked out and then put back into, which kind of told me where they were in life. And quite often, I would see them take the card and put it at a certain spot in the deck. So if it fell towards the top of the deck, it was like the past. If they put it in towards the bottom, it would be the future. And yet, when I flipped over the cards, it would end up in a different spot altogether. And it happened several times. So I was quite like, uh, you know what? The guides are moving this around because it should have, theoretically, based on what they did, should have fallen in the future. But it's coming up in the past. Somebody moved the card. So this is the type of control that your guides have over the cards that you pull out. So, um, like I said, it's just a starting point for interpretation. Misty, would you agree with that? Oh, very definitely. In fact, that's something I tell people often. Whether you go by book learning or whether you're using your intuition, your guides are going to set those cards up in a way that is very personal and, you know, revolves around your interpretation of the cards. So... It really doesn't matter. I mean, they work with that. Uh, there's there's cards that I know the meanings from the beginning, but they will, you know, kind of impress upon me that, no, it's completely opposite of what this card usually means. Or they could say, 
okay, it's the same meaning, but yet embellish on it a little bit on where, you know, the actual particular original meaning doesn't completely uh, work in this situation. Like it works to this extent, but then there's also this. So they'll either go with the meaning you know, or they'll impress upon you that it's the opposite meaning, or they can embellish upon what you know and kind of add to it and make it fit the situation. So it's very, very important for you to learn to trust your intuition as you go through this process of learning. And just remember, when you're starting out, taking the card meanings that have been assigned to it is a great place to start. Theoretically, now keep in mind that like theoretically, the way this works, you could you could take a piece of blank paper and rip it up into small pieces and on each piece of blank paper write some kind of a message, toss it into a hat, shake it around, and then say a prayer and ask a question and pull out one of those pieces of paper and it should work in terms of giving you an appropriate answer. That's how card reading works. It doesn't matter that it doesn't have to be that deck. It's it's not about, oh, if I don't use this deck, it's not going to work out. It may be that you're comfortable or you've grown attached to a particular deck. I know I have many times, but it, but that's not what it's about. It's about your connection, more so to your connection to spirit and doing things right. And they will guide you and have you take out what's necessary. But if you're going to do that, and, and you can do that, you can have some fun. Try it as an experiment, because I always say experiment. Take a piece of paper, write down three or four things on it, rip it up and put it into a, 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 you know, mix them up and pick, ask a question and pick out the answer to see what you get. However, make sure that you're covering all aspects of the questions. For example, if you were doing a yes or no type of question, you have to put in there a neither because it could be that yes or no is not applicable. So you have to have that other option. Just the same as if you were going to ask a question as, such as, is my marriage going to continue or will I marry this person? Whatever You have to have all of the possible options or and, and you probably can't think of all of the possible options. So you have to have that out of, of something that says none of your answers apply. So it's something quite outside the box that you haven't even thought of. A lot of good points there, Wendy. One thing that came to mind when you were talking about, you know, having your favorite deck and the deck you're comfortable with. Uh, years ago when I was first starting out, I had that deck, and I had the deck that I was very comfortable with. But I had went over to a party with a bunch of friends. And, well, I can't say a bunch of friends. There were two people I knew well there. The rest I did not know when, you know, they all kind of, ganged up on me and wanted readings. And I thought I had my out by saying, well, I don't have my cards. And the girl whose house this gathering was at said, well, I have a deck. And, you know, I had that real panic moment because I didn't know if I could use that new deck. But I thought, okay, you know, maybe this was a test. I'm going to try this. And I took this deck that I had never used before that was completely different from what I was used to using and was actually able to do very accurate readings. And, you know, I I ended up walking away from what was a very, I took as a negative situation to begin with, seeing it as much more positive, 
it uh, strengthened my belief and my intuition and my abilities. And it, and it showed me that you can use various decks, even if it's just a, a deck you've never seen, and you can still get accurate readings. Just trust yourself, trust you and your intuition. Well, that's, that's a great example. Uh, spirit guides, um, when you start to develop your abilities and walk this path, guides will give you things to help you learn it, and you'll find that things start to crop up on your path that that help you exactly like that where you go where you wouldn't have thought to do it on your own but they put you in that situation and then you learn something from it well yeah and i don't i don't think i normally would have done it under any other situation besides the fact that there were there were two people there that i knew well and a bunch of strangers and so normally i wouldn't have wanted to do readings probably even with my own cards at that time or that point but you know, everybody's saying, oh, come on, come on. You know, I didn't want to be the party pooper or party ruiner, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Pressure, pressure. We'll, we'll do a show on that. Pressure from other oh, people. Yeah. And, and then, you know, later on, I had to learn to say no because it, it did get to the point that, you know, every event I attended, and I know I wasn't invited for that reason, because these are the same people that, you know, I had always went anyway. But you do get the feeling almost like that because, you know, everybody likes readings and, and it is fun for everybody else. But it got to the point where, you know, it wasn't so fun for me to spend, you know, my time back in a room with everybody separately doing readings. I wanted to be out there having fun too. Okay. So, you know, later you learn to say no. Yeah. Well, well we will. We'll, we'll do another show um on because the, those are kind of the things I consider kind of the pitfalls of developing, and we can talk about the different pitfalls and how to ha- kind of handle it. So, um, N- Nina, I hope that we kind of answered your question in a bit more detail. So, the bottom line is don't worry about what deck you're using, make sure that you're just using protection and following the rules, and you should be fine. You'll get the most out of the deck as long as you are using the rules. And if you're finding that that particular deck isn't answering some of the questions that are coming through, maybe it just means try another deck. It doesn't mean get rid of that deck. It wouldn't mean that deck's no good. It just means maybe that the focus for that deck might have a more specific, um, might be more specific. Yeah, you'll learn as you go. I mean, (laughs) you might end up like me and become an avid collector of tarot cards. Um, because you find that each new deck in many ways opens up a whole new world for you of interpretation and really reading different types of readings. Yeah, it's a great path kind of to be on. You can be a collector. What do you collect for a living? Tarot cards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most people collect owls or collect, you know, China. I collect tarot cards. Okay. Then it, then it becomes, how do I store all these? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, and and they're not really things that you want to put up on display either. Um. <laughs> no, I don't want everybody coming in my home seeing, you know, all these tarot cards. <laughs> that's right. Oh, And then they'll start taking them out and playing with them, and then you'll be sitting there horrified going, don't touch my cards. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my things. No. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to follow or subscribe to us so you don't miss the next show. 
If you want to develop your abilities, check out our How to Communicate with Spirit video series on YouTube. Don't forget, you can join our Psychic Development Group on Facebook. Links to all of those, as well as our store, where you can find all of the readings and services we offer, are on the Oralin.com homepage. Join us again soon, and remember to live in the light.